Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first ever, the inaugural episode of Data Driven Deathmatch. If you thought you were tuning into another episode of Bean and Brady with a Beer in a Bathtub, you are sorely mistaken. We are launching a new podcast channel uh, this this afternoon. I don't know exactly when it's going to drop, but if you're listening to it, then you've already figured it out. Um, so we've got a really, really exciting episode here. Nick Jewell will be performing the moderator duties. Um, if you don't know the rules, tune into our teaser episode from last week um, or briefly listen to Nick explain them right now. Right, so what we got going on here is a data-driven death match. We've got Bina, who is representing Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks series. And we've got Belichick being represented by Brady over there in Boston. So we're going to get them to present us an opening argument for about two minutes. They're going to have one minute to rebuttal against each other. And then I'm going to ask one question to them each. They'll get to defend that question or defend their answers against that question. And uh, then we'll go into some kind of closer where I decide who the winner is. All right. Sounds like a good plan. Um, so I won the coin toss. I'll be going first. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, you, that uh, is you correct. won the coin toss. Well, actually, you lost the coin toss. That's right. So, Bina lost the coin toss to Brady, who decided to defer. So, you will still be going <laughs> in, first. In the spirit of the person I'm representing. Say that again? Nope. Not saying it again. Keep moving. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> sounds good. So, when you tell me to go, I will go. You've got a clock. I do. All right. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one, go ahead. All right, so when you're talking about who is a better coach, it's important to understand what we mean by better. And how I we, how we plan to define that is who does more with less. Now, what's interesting is Gordon Bombay and Bill Belichick have a very similar career arc. In 1992, Gordon Bombay took over the District 5 Pee Wee hockey team. In 1990 or 91, uh, Bill Belichick took over the Cleveland Browns. You could argue the Cleveland Browns and the District 5 hockey team are basically about the same level of, of uh, successful competition. So let's take a look at how these uh, legendary coaches uh, found success with these bottom-dwelling uh, teams uh, in their respective leagues. So, Bombay takes over District 5. Not only had they not won any games, they had not ever scored a goal in team history. He takes over this team. They go 4-1-1 one, one under his uh, first year, uh, while Bill Belichick, over his first five years with the Browns, uh, has a winning percentage of 43%. Uh, percent. Um, what that indicates is that Gordon Bombay added 66 percentage points in winning percentage to the team, whereas Belichick actually subtracted 13 percentage points from the team, uh, the Cleveland Browns, going back to uh, how they were performing before he took over that environment. So, early in their careers, uh, we had a pretty similar um, level of play from the two performances, uh, whereas Gordon Bombay clearly added more uh, value to his team. And that value only went up in his second year, uh, where his team went 5-1 and one in the Junior Pee Wee, no, the Junior Goodwill Games, um, whereas Bill Belichick simply added about 20 percentage points to his first five years with the Patriots. So, in pure uh, value added, 
Gordon Bombay, clearly the victor over Bill Belichick. All right, that is two minutes is up. And uh, Brady, you've got two minutes to open up your argument. You are on the clock. All right, so when we're defining how good a coach is, Bina said it, what do you define as better is... My, in my interpretation, it's your win above replacement, your win above uh, like the next coach up or whatever. And he's, as he alluded to, the Cleveland Brown, uh, Belichick to- took over the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns, since Belichick left, have a 31% winning percentage. But while he was there, he took them to the playoffs, which they haven't done, I don't think, since. Uh, and... They are they. He went forty five. He won forty five percent. That's a good for two and a half wins a season, um, better than his win over replacement. Now, while he's with the Pats, and also taking the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs is absolutely ridiculous. It's the 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 greatest thing he's ever done as a coach. Um, and so, well, since he's been with the Pats, he's won seventy four percent of his games, and his win above replacement the the prior sixteen seasons um, without him. They were won about 47%. And that includes a Hall of Fame coach, Bill Parcells, as one of those coaches. So he's four and a half games better there. Now, when Bino was talking about Bombay and his 4-1-1 one, and one record while he was with the Ducks, he forfeited a game. That's one loss. He lost a game like nine or no eighteen to zero in his debut. So that's two losses right there. So Bina's already making up facts for this this um, this coach trying to pad stats and whatever. So uh, he took a tie. He had I think he had two other losses. They won two games in the regular season. They had one tie and they sneaked into the playoffs with the flu um, taking over. So I don't know what kind of stats Bina's doing, but. Uh, Belichick is clearly the better thing if you don't have if you, you don't have to pad his stats. Oh, all right, Brady coming out hot. Uh, Bina, you've got one minute for a rebuttal. Go ahead and start that now. Okay. Well, so the question I would have for Brady is which Browns is he talking about? Is he talking about the Browns that moved to Baltimore and the success that they had after that move, or the Browns as they stand now? Because the team that Belichick coached is now currently the Baltimore Ravens. So, uh, if we're talking padding stats, I think that it's important that we stay consistent with franchises uh, there. Going back to Bombay, uh, yeah, I mean, he forfeited a game, but he inherited a team that was 0-9 when he started because he came in mid-season. They already had uh, games played that season. And he can't control the Panthers getting the measles. But I could say that if Bill Belichick was in that situation, I could see him implanting the measles in the Panthers squad. Um, And we'll talk about controversial uh, moves here in a little bit, I believe. But to rebut what you had said, uh, Bombay came in, uh, forfeited a game, lost the game, came back, uh, won the championship from that season. And the Browns had gone to the playoffs four years in the five years of, uh, before Belichick got there. So not that crazy. All right. That's a minute. That's a minute. It's up. Brady, you got any rebuttal? Uh, you got one minute you on the clock. Go ahead right now. All right. So, yeah, talking about Bombay again, he didn't even make the most out of his talent. But he had the, he had the greatest weapon you could have in sports, which is speed. And he didn't teach this kid how to stop. Uh, he just let him run over, run into the goalie all the time. He ran into the glass. I'm talking, of course, of Luis Mendoza. Uh, and 
teaching somebody how to stop is really easy if you're a decent coach, but you're trying to say this guy's the best coach of all time and he didn't teach that kid how to stop. He's also drawing up the most illegal plays in sports history where the goalie takes off his helmet, he switches jerseys. That's not something a good coach would do. He would know that that was wrong. Um, yeah, you're right. It's not like deflating footballs. Oh, or... oh, oh, wait, what are we saying? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> his, his rebuttal that... <laughs> time, okay? His rebuttal time. Sorry, we're going to add 20 seconds to your clock. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and also he's doing drugs on the sideline. He's an alcoholic, and, like, that's just not, it's not kosher for a, a, D9, or a U9 hockey team. Um, car- comparing U9 hockey to the greatest league in, in uh, football history is, is apples and oranges in my eyes, and Belichick is doing it on the highest level. All right. Well, now that we're done with the opening and the rebuttal, I'm going to ask uh, each of you to defend one question I've prepared, and after that, we'll decide the winner uh, with really short closes. So, uh, I'm going to flip a coin here again to see who gets the first question, uh, since Brady got to guess the either heads or tails last time. Bino, would you like to do the honors? Heads or tails? All right. Give me tails. It is tails. All right. Brady, answer your question. All right, so the question I've got for Brady. When Belichick took over for the Browns, he ended up going 5-11 and right before he left. And then when he joined the Patriots, he also went 5-11 and in his first season. Now, that's the only season he had a losing season with the Patriots and the only season that Tom Brady didn't start as quarterback. Do you think that Tom Brady is more important to the Patriots than Bill Ch- Bill Belichick as a coach? It's not the only season that he, he didn't have Tom Brady as a starting quarterback because in 2008, uh, Matt Castle was the starting quarterback, and that guy was garbage <laughs> when he went anywhere else. Uh, and Bill Belichick still went 11-5 and that season. Uh, and... People would say eleven and five is pretty good, right? And then that's that's uh, that's a pretty good coaching uh, uh, push. Just says how much that this kid, this guy, means to his team that he can win without the greatest quarterback of all time. And uh, and Matt Castle's coming in and and just shit in the bed. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that was the phrase you wanted to use there, Brady. Um, but. Yeah. All right. So, oh, I was. No, Matt Castle's garbage. <laughs> it only helps your point if Matt Castle sucks. So I do, I do appreciate <laughs> the phrasing. Uh, all right, Bina, your question is: uh, Bombay goes out there, and he's in the Goodwill Olympic Games or, or Junior Games, and he's up against Italy and Trinidad and Tobago first, and he is really running up the score on this on these guys. Uh, not only in, in some people's eyes that might see as uh, unsportsmanlike, but also he seems to be uh, free of care of injuries or these kids getting hurt at all. Uh, is that something that you've seen as a concern in Bombay's attitude towards team? Actually, on the contrary, Bombay has always had a pretty uh, cavalier attitude towards injury, and he's actually been able to overcome uh, such injuries in his career. First of all, he finds out that uh, Adam Banks, (laughs) when he finds out Adam Banks has a wrist injury, he uh, removes him from play um, and makes sure that his team is still prepared to succeed even without their most talented player. In addition, early on in his career, uh, in the uh, first season with the Mighty Ducks, um, 
A man by the name of Carp suffers a devastating head injury, <laughs> and he is never seen or heard from again. <laughs> what that indicates is that Gordon Bombay knows when, it, just like Bill Belichick, he knows when it's time to cut a player loose. And uh, that's why he is able to increase uh, the value of his team by subtracting those that are not performing up to snuff, no matter what the injury uh, may or may not be. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to deliberate. Do you guys want to give a shout-out from our sponsors? I think so. Um, Or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So while Nick goes and deliberates, uh, Brady and I will uh, sit patiently, and uh, we'll give you some time. And now a word from our sponsor, You've heard of Russell Stovers. You've heard of Russell Westbrook. Well, now get in line to check out RussellJewel.com. It's an art shop by local artist Russell Jewel. Come on down and find uh, watercolor pieces to your liking. RussellJewel.com. And uh, it looks like it looks like Nick is is coming back in the room. He's got his decision made. Nick, what do you say? All right, well, I thought about it a lot, and I think this one might be a little bit too close to call immediately, so I'm going to ask each of you one more question to defend so we can finally get this out of the way and determine who, once and for all, was the best coach. So my question, I'll start with Brady. This one's going to be about Bombay. Uh, Coming into the third quarter, Bombay decides to trash the USA jerseys in exchange for one with ducks on it, how does that feel being a fan of the Patriots? How does it feel being a fan of the Patriots? Yeah, so kind of like, you can't do that if you're representing your country. Just like say, we're no longer going to be a part of the country. and We're going to go back to representing our own, our own team, our own whatever. But also, I want to ask you this question, uh, more of a rhetorical question. How does the other team, like the, the people that weren't part of the Ducks originally, Luis Mendoza, uh, Julie the Cat, Bombay is forgetting that they weren't even a part of the team. So he really doesn't have like a feel for this team at all. Why would they rally behind this? Now, obviously, the outcome was favorable for him, but it's also very, very illegal. You can't just change jerseys in there. I know they said it wasn't against the rules, but uh, Bombay stretches the rules even more than Belichick does. Um, to the point of hilarity, really. Uh, and it's just kind of a shame. <laughs> All right. Good answer, good answer. Now, Bina, the question for you, should Bombay ever find himself in a illegally weighted puck issue? How do you think he would handle it uh, better or worse than Belichick handled the deflate gate? Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think Belichick handled Deflategate perfectly, which was you never heard his name associated with Deflategate. <laughs> so I feel I feel like you can't get better than the way Belichick um, has done things. And it's really what I kept coming back to in forming this argument is trying to figure out who to compare Bombay to. And it kept coming back to uh, Belichick has set the standard for, for ultimate coaches. I wanted to see who was able to recruit better talent and Bombay could find talent in the middle of an alleyway. He could find it with uh, former figure skaters. He found it because the district lines changed and he was able to utilize the rules. All of these things Bill Belichick has been able to do. He's found a lacrosse player and turned him into a wide receiver, similarly to the way Gordon Bombay took a Sandlot hockey player and turned him into a speedster that can't stop in Luis Mendoza. 
Um, he was able to find a street hockey player from the lower South Central Compton, I'm assuming, uh, in Russ Tyler and his knuckle puck. Um, all very Belichickian. He bent and twisted the rules in ways that people didn't even think was possible, very similarly to Bill Belichick. Um, he was able to drop people that aren't performing. He would, he dropped Jesse Hall's brother uh, without even a, sh- a teardrop. Jesse Hall's performance didn't even drop a little bit without his brother on the on the court on the on the on the ice. He dropped both Tammy and Tommy Duncan uh, for his Goodwill Games uh, team after he had just picked them up. They were the Randy Moss of uh, the District Five Mighty Ducks. Wow, um, what a comparison! Yeah. He he's cleverly hid his talented goalie until the very moment where her glove would come in handy because he knew he had watched so much game film, he knew his opponent, and he Jedi mind-tricked him into going glove side, uh, and the cat was ready for it. This is a guy who has done the homework in the same way Bill Belichick has. Uh, I really just don't see how they're com- comparable. Uh, I don't see how they're not comparable. Belichick, 5-2 and two in Super Bowls. Uh, Bombay 2-0 and in championship situations. Um, both have overcome demons in their life. Bombay with his drinking issue. Uh, Belichick with his Cleveland Browns uh, uh, years. So it's, it's, it's really a wash to me. Um, I don't see how they would do it differently because I don't see a difference between these coaches. I'm going right, to quickly, right. quickly well, stick my yeah, hand in ahead, here. So you said... Bell, or is Bombay is recruiting all these people, but that's not true. Charlie Conway um, recruited uh, Russ Tyler. Uh, then he was given those other six players. He watched. You said he watched game film on uh, Gunner Stahl, but he told he told Julie that he was going to go triple deke, and he didn't. He just stopped and took a slap shot, and it was so like he and didn't. Which, and which. It was Which glove side, side slap shot on? but yeah, but he said triple D glove side, and that was not the case. And Julie's over there yeah. counting well, just like random numbers. But anyway, those... <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. All right, all right, no, we're cut, we're cutting the argument off. I've made my Hold decision. On. All right, well, I never made the argument that he recruited the second D two team. I knew that he was inherited that. Uh, and he saw he he, tra- he he trained Conway. That's like saying everything Bill Belichick did was because was not because of Bill Parcells. He's just another extension of Bill Parcells. Okay, okay. Well, we're cutting the argument off here. I've made a decision, mainly because at best Bina's argument was that it was a wash, and Brady came out fighting for Belichick. I'm gonna have to give this one to Belichick, even though I want it on record that I hate Ohio just as much, if not way more, than your average man. So I'm going to give this one to Belichick, regardless of his affiliation with the Cleveland Browns, uh, because the best argument I heard for Bombay was he was just as good as Belichick. That's fair. This is meant to be a celebration of two great coaches, and I'm so excited to have that conversation. This is a death match, not a celebration. I disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to close it out from here. Anything uh, from both sides as we as we go out? Uh, as as you've listened to this episode, we're always looking for more ideas. Any questions that you may want answered, uh, we are listening. If you have questions uh, that you want our moderator to ask, uh, you can email Nick 
at uh, N- NJW at <laughs> RussellJewel.com. None I'm of assuming. that is true. None of that is true. But if you do want to email me, that's kind of weird. Uh, NickJewel33 <laughs> at Gmail. That's fine. Um, he's collecting all of our fan-based questions. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Brady, anything you have to say? No, it's just been an honor to, to share the field of battle with you. Uh, it was it was fun. That was a quote from the greatest coach of all time, Jimmy <laughs> McGinn. Actually, no, it was from Shane Falco. Anyway, um, <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to go Keanu Reeves in Hardball. So, oh, okay, um, yeah, that's fair. Because I kept wanting to make arguments for him too. <laughs> um, but no, this has been fun. I, I think this is going to be a great uh, series. Keep listening, folks. Um, and we'll work on a sign-off later. Yeah, next week, Nick Jewell, or two weeks, Nick Jewell's going to be debating. He's no longer the moderator. <laughs> <laughs>